Welcome to La Casa Blanca Podcast. I'm your host today, B, coming to you from Western New York, solo podding here, 7.30 at night, just finished watching the game. I kind of knew what already happened, but had to see it with my own two eyes. So, Real Madrid, knock off Villarreal in the Copa del Rey. First time in six years we went at La Ceramica. Six years. That's wild. But we finally get it done. And being 2 0 down, Remontada, 3 2 win on the back of Danny Ceballos, Vinicius Jr., and Eder Militao. Eder Militao, arguably been the best center back in the world for some time now, in my opinion. Um, especially this season, he's really, I mean, stepped up his game. Initially, I missed the game because I was working. And so, you know, my C- the CEO walks by my desk all the time. People walk by my desk all the time. You know, I can't just sit there and watch a game when I'm supposed to be doing work. Um, oh... He's asleep right now. Unfortunately, we couldn't get together to record. I do believe he's going to record his own solo pod, and I'm just going to keep them separate for now. But, you know, for starters, um, what a goal by Kapu. Que golazo. What a fucking goal. You know, I watched the first half. I watched the second half. The first half, it was just like, we're sitting here. You know, I was really pissed to begin with because I didn't like the starting lineup. Because, you know, I wanted to see Vinny Tobias play. I wanted to see, you know, Militao get some rest because, you know, I think he is going to be really necessary down the stretch of the season. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but... We're going to need him at his best. And Rudiger today was actually quite good, in my opinion. Um, he got a lot of slack for last game, but you guys got to remember, it was his first Classico, you know. He's never played in a game with that kind of intensity before. Um, with so much on the line, you know. Yeah, Chelsea plays big games. He played in the UCL final. And you know what? Those are big games. He's played big games with Germany. But... At Real Madrid, when it's a Clasico, man, it's a different kind of pressure. You know, it's not the same kind of pressure that you get from a UCL final. I'm not saying it's more pressure. It's just a different kind of pressure. Like, you got to win this game for bragging rights for the fans kind of pressure. And, you know, he was much, much better today. And, you know, I still think he'll be okay. Um, A lot of people on Twitter, you know. Twitter fingers think they, you know, after one game, they, you know, he's just not a good player anymore. Uh, You know, that's not how that works. Um, He was one of the best center backs in Europe last year. You know, and the problem with the game against Barcelona was his ball playing skills was terrible. And, you know, that used to be his, his thing was his ball playing skills. And, you know, 
we haven't really seen him out of a back three much, but you know, we did at the same time, you know, Chelsea had played a back four at times. Um, but you know, we've mostly seen him in a back three where, you know, his positional awareness isn't, doesn't have to be as good as it has to be in a back four, especially at back four Real Madrid, where, you know, you expect to have attacking fullbacks, which we don't really have right now. Um, that being said, you know, this was the first, this was the best game we've seen from Vinny probably since the pre-racist chance at the Atletico. You know, I, I do want to, you know, touch on that a little bit. But, you know, I, I think it was because we needed two goals and Mendy started pushing forward. And though Mendy's not that great going forward, um, you know, just having that outlet is so important. And something that's not talked about, you know, I, I came across some stats um, on Stats Bomb. Uh They've recently developed this new statistic that shows, you know, how much pressure you're getting when you receive the ball. And they kind of quantify it at 2, 5, 10 meters. Um, And surprisingly enough in the final third, or unsurprisingly enough in the final third, Vinicius is number one in La Liga um, with being pressured when receiving the ball. Uh, and guess who's last in the final third? Being pressured when leaving, when receiving the ball. Oh, you guessed it, Mendy. But Mendy got a lot more forward today, and you know that helped Vinny so much. It was the best game we've seen from Vinny in a long time, and you know maybe that has something to do with um, the fact that we were playing. Villarreal with a Kike Setien coach who is going to press, who is going to try to win the ball high up the pitch. And, you know, that's what Kike Setien does. Um, that's why, you know, he was the perfect, you know, I'm putting that in air quotes, fit for Barcelona. Um, beyond that, Nacho played. And, you know, I wanted Nacho to play. I did want him to play at center back, but, you know, he was pretty good at right back today. From what I saw, he's not, you know, he he seems much more comfortable at right back than he does left back because of his right-footedness. And, you know, he feels more comfortable going forward. Let's just put it that way. Um, Though, you know, he could invert himself on the left back position if he really wanted to. Um, That's all I really got to say. Mendy on defense, uh, I didn't really think he was that good today. But something I will say is that all the goals, I was going to say all two, like that's a lot. Um, uh, the two goals were both conceded from the left side. And, you know, for me, that's not really um, much of a decisive talking point because, you know, a lot of things can happen for them to be attacking down your side. But, you know, there is some merit in talking about the fact that if the goals are conceded from your side, then you probably... Uh, might have had something to do with it. Um, that was also Rudiger's side, and I didn't think Rudiger was that bad, though. Um, moving on from that, I, I you know, I do want to just talk about how the team's fight was. You know, this is what we've been calling for for how long? We just want the team to fight. We just—if you hear that—it's my puppy. He's you know here's dogs talking outside. Um, you know, we really just want the team to fight. We want the team to show us that they care. You know, we care so much, you know, and we, we have to realize that, you know, these guys are 
people <laughs> first. You know, their lives don't revolve around Real Madrid like ours do. And, you know, that's fine. But, you know, we do want to see you give it all for your, the badge. And we haven't seen that in a long time from anyone. But today we did. And that was massive. Um, I'm going to save the Danny Ceballos talk for last. Um, if Vinny can keep this form for a good while, you know, we, we'll have a very good shot of the form of the second half. We'll have a good shot of beating Liverpool in the Champions League. And, you know, we'll keep pushing Barcelona for the league. Um, we're not that many points back. I don't know off the top of my head. I want to say it's either three or four. Um, I'm pulling up the La Liga standings right now. We are three points back. Three points. Nothing. If we beat them, you know, we got the head-to-head, um, which means we'd be a point up if we're tied on points, essentially. Um, but, you know, that's assuming that nobody's going to lose the game, a game for the rest of the year, and we're not even halfway through the season. We're at game 16, match 16, and we have to play 19 to get to halfway. 38 to finish the season. We have 22 matches left. Granted, it hasn't been great, but our record is 12-2-2. It's not horrific. We do believe it'll probably have to be a 90-point league to win. So, you know, if we're talking halfway point, we're at 38. That means we want uh, seven points. So, you know, we win our next three games. We're at the 45-point mark, which is a 90-point league. Um, Kamavinga, fantastic today. You know, the Kamavinga we've been wanting to see for some time. Asensio was great, too. Rodrigo wasn't that good, in my opinion. And then the... Ancelotti, you know, problem. I'm going to put that one in quotes. Um, just say, I don't think it's much of a talking point, even though it was a talk, you know, it's going to become a talking point. I was really disappointed not to see Lunin start um, because, you know, to me, this should have been his competition. And, you know, I, but the thing was today in today's game, Carlo's job was kind of on the line and, you know, are you going to bench the best goalkeeper in the world when your job's kind of on the line? Probably not. So I understand it. I just feel for Lunin. He needs to go on loan. I've talked about that before in the past. Um, maybe not on here, but to my friends. He's a fantastic keeper. I think he should go on loan, though. Um, and I know I quickly mentioned uh, Sensio as a sub, but like Sensio was great today, in my opinion. You know, breaking lines, you know, making runs. And, you know, we were playing a ton of balls over the top, you know, in the second half. And we haven't really done that much this year. And, you know, with Vinicius' pace, it's something that we that we should be doing more. Um, and then Ben's uh, kind of quiet for me. But, you know, you're going to get great link-up play from him at all times. And Gerard Mourinho, Mourinho, man, what a fucking player. His link-up play, everything about him just screams like Benzema replacement. If you can get him to be Benzema's, like, you know, if he starts scoring more consistently and stuff. But, like, the link up, the hold up, you know, he's that kind of lone nine, you know, uh, the Ben's lone nine. And, you know, honest to God, this might have been the best half I've seen from us in a long, long time. 
Um, you know, we, we're talking a long time. We're talking pre-World Cup. October-ish, probably. Maybe September-ish. August, maybe. You know, we're talking a long time. Um, but best half I've seen in a long time. And then, you know, Danny Ceballos, what a goat. I mean, what a guy, like... He needs to play more. I've, I've, I've been very open about I think he should leave because I believe he has the qualities to be one of the better midfielders in the world if played in the right position. Arsenal wasn't good for him, um, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and, you know, the Prem doesn't really suit his style. Uh, you know, I think Juventus, you know, they need midfield help. I think he'd be a fantastic midfielder for them. Um, I mean, do they really need midfield help that much? But, you know, they're, Weston McKennie's pretty good. Uh, Locatelli's very good. But, you know, different. They just seem to be Rabio. Um, I, I did see some Juve fans saying he's good, but he doesn't really fit our what we're looking forward to, um, which is okay for them. Um and to be honest, what a fucking comeback. I mean, Remontada for the boys, you know, this this could be the spark the team needs. You know, we have we have a lot of games coming up here pretty soon. We got a tough game at the Sam MS, best day I've ever been to. Then we play Real Sociedad on Sunday. And I don't really know, but I'm assuming the Copa del Rey quarterfinals is going to be smack dab in the middle next week. I don't really know. I can look that up shortly, but you know, even after that, then we have Valencia, Mallorca, and then we got to go to Morocco for the club world cup and then LJ and then Asuna, then the champions, you know? So sorry for my dog barking in the background. Again, he wants to play, but, but there is a lot, you know, this is a good sign. This is, this is what we want from the team. And, you know, if this is the stepping stone that we need to have a good end of the season, you know, I'm not going to complain, you know, if we, because we were bad for two months. Um, I think that this team is significantly better than last year. I think that, you know, part of losing to a many in Alaba at this point of the season isn't great for us, but I'd much rather lose them now than lose them in, April and May and March. And that doesn't mean we won't lose them, them or can't lose them, them. But, you know, if losing them now gives us a healthy version of them when the Champions League comes back, you know, that's that's a that's a good thing for us. Um, that being said, you know, also I, I do think when Chuamani's out, Kamavinga should be playing the six, not Tony Cruz, um, especially against a team like Barcelona. Um, and you know, we just, we have, we have a lot to look forward to for the rest of the season. Uh, we have a lot of good going on right now after one game. Yes. I'm saying a lot of good because you know, these kind of wins, they, they give the fan base hope. They give the fans a reason to believe, you know, they show fight for us. And that's something we all want. We want to, we want the club to fight for us. We want the club to, you know win games but more importantly we want it to be convincing and you know that this is the best we've seen the team play in quite a while um 
Yeah. And that's kind of all my talking points from what I saw. I know it's not a lot. You know, I wish I had someone to build off of with O, but I'm sure he's going to want to do a Danny Ceballos tribute podcast. Uh, yeah. Hala Madrid and Adamas, thank you for listening. Just a short hitter, 16 minutes. Um, have a good day. Kai says goodbye. He wants to play, so I'm going to get going. Like, share, and subscribe. Kai, stop. Like, share, and subscribe. And go follow us on Twitter at LaCasablancaPod. Go follow us on TikTok. We'll be, I'll be trying to be more active on there. Hala Madrid and Adamas.